As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. There is no terrible way to win. There is only winning. Let me drive. I won't make a fool out of you. Every one of us has to find a reason to do this. You do it because you're driven. I was beginning to think I'd never be anything more than a piston-happy, lead-foot punk. Then this starts to happen. Somebody put it in your mind you're going to be perfect every time out of your failure. Well, forget that. Just forget it. You ready to put away your toys and grow up? Are you ready to make more money in one year than your father made in his whole life? Are you ready to become a real race car driver? Well, one of was probably the last time I ever felt pure victory. Because I'm quicker than all of you. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. But hell, isn't that what we're in this for? To stare death in the face and, and to cheat it? Come on, there's nobility in that. It's, it's like being knights. No pressure. Nobody breathing down my back, just driving because I left it pure. A lot of people go through life doing things badly. Racing is important to men who do it well. And racing is life. Anything that happens before or after, just waiting. I just hope when you do, that I'm there to see it. Racing. That's the name of the game, isn't it? Win or lose, put up a show. Fine. Then let's race. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jacques Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hospitality and trade price cars. 
Hello everybody, good morning and welcome to the Art UK Series 2018 here from the Shennington Kart Racing Club. It's round seven of the 2018 championship and we are going to have a very exciting day at the office as qualifying is already set to begin for the Art Cadets Championship. Jake Sanson here, trackside at Shennington Kart Racing Club and we've got a day of action-packed racing in the penultimate round of the 2018 Art UK Series grid. None of the championships today can be decided here at Shennington. They will all three of them go down to the wire at the season finale at Wilton Mill, but we'll know a little bit more about who the championship contenders will be after today's great racing action. The cadets qualifying session is now rocking and rolling and underway, so it's up to these youngsters to see how well they will fare today. It's going to be a very exciting battle from the youngsters. They start racing in this championship, of course, from as young as astonishingly seven years of age and they have been absolutely incredible all season long. We've got uh, some very good faces in the paddock once again. You're looking at the championship leader, number five, Nathan Ty, who comes into this championship uh, round with a decent advantage coming into the weekend. Uh, in terms of the championship points, he has obviously accrued a very good amount over the course of the last few weeks. However, the championship can definitely still be won by his season-long opponent, Oakley Keatley, who has only missed one round of the championship, which of course now technically makes that his dropped score. But he's been very strong ever since he returned last time out at Hooton Park. He has not finished lower than second since his comeback from injury. And as a result of that, uh, Oakley Keatley is only, I'm trying to do the math here, 32 points behind Nathan Ty on dropped scores. And with over 500 points still available for the remainder of the season it could still go either way in this round of the championship is going to be critical in terms of the championship ramifications they're all going to want to put in as good a possible time as they can and of course all of the drivers will be trying to come straight out of the blocks in qualifying and put on a good show there is Nathan Ty the number five Hello to all of those of you who are listening via Downforce UK and to those of you who are watching via our live streams. We are on the Alpha Live YouTube channel and of course the Facebook pages for the Viral Art UK series, uh, for Karting Magazine, for Kart Pulse, for Downforce UK and of course for Alpha Live. Great to see you wherever you may be watching from around the world and it is going to be a very exciting battle. Nine races over the course of the day, three in each of our classes for Cadet, the 60cc machines for drivers aged 7 to 12. The uh, juniors for uh, ages 12 up to 16, who are 100cc engine carts. And then, of course, the 125cc brigade for 16 and over in the Super Elites. The first lap times are coming in now, but the first flying lap, the major qualifying lap times, are going to be this second qualifying lap. As Nathan Ty has come straight out of the blocks early on in cart number five and has gone to the top spot already with an original time of a 52.339. His second lap time is not quite as fast as that. Oakley Keatley, his main championship rival, no major surprises, is in second place until Aidan Hassan comes to party. Now, Aidan Hassan is searching for his first win in the Art UK Series Cadets. Last time out at Hooton Park, he got himself on the overall podium in a final for the first time. And a very exciting moment it was indeed for him to grab his first uh, top three finish on a podium. In terms of the championship form book thus far, oh, we've had an off up at the hairpin by the look of it. There's some yellow flags, but hopefully uh, Craig Evans is going to get himself going again, and he has done already. It is the busiest 
Biralart Cadet Grid of the season, in fact. And it's great to see so many drivers out there for this round of the championship. 19 competitors this time out for the Biralart Cadets. It is the busiest grid we have seen of the cadets in 2018. And it's great to see so many drivers out there who have all come through the Biralart Cadet Academy, which runs on the Saturday morning of each event. And uh, the vast majority of the field have all come through that uh, academy, uh, getting used to the carts and getting up to speed. They do a lot of drills on the Saturday. And of course, yesterday it was absolutely chucking it down with rain, but they still ran the cadets absolutely brilliantly uh, in the academy. And uh, they've learnt the circuit, but of course now they're on the dry tyres, so it's going to be much easier in terms of the running. This is actually their first running of the weekend in the dries, because yesterday was a total and utter washout with... Uh, Rain basically spoiling play in terms of fast lap times all the way through. But there is Nathan Ty back on the top form once again, a 51.937 for him as he continues his great form here at Shennington and drops that to a 51.8. But Oakley Keatley does a 51.621. So he is now fastest. So it is Oakley Keatley on pole position for the moment from Nathan Ty, Aidan Hassan, Charlie Humphreys, and Riley Price is the leading novice. That's very good form indeed from Riley. Don't forget, this is only his second or third time, I think it is, in the championship. I'll try and remember which was the first for Riley Price. That was back at Glanagorse Park when he joined midway through the season. And yes, the last time out at Hooton Park, they did a reasonably good job, but uh, not quite the speed they wanted. He is now eighth position in qualifying as Archie Heron, Jamie Gurney and Callum Lockett have all improved. But obviously in the standings at the moment, we've got Oakley Keatley from Aidan Hassan, Nathan Ty just a whisker in front of Charlie Humphreys. And that's going to be an interesting battle for the rest of the season as Aidan Hassan is trying to get into third place in the Drivers' Championship. He can technically catch Charlie Humphreys with two meetings to go. It is very doable, but obviously they're going to have to work very hard to do it. There is Riley Price, the number 60, if you're watching along on the live stream. And Riley's been a very impressive novice. This is only his third meeting in the 2018 campaign, and already he is showing flashes of brilliance. One additional face to the calendar this weekend is the number 24. That is young Freddie Cox, who's been running in and out of the Birrell Art Academy for the last six months or so and has been doing most of the uh, Saturday mornings, basically waiting until he was old enough to compete. Now he is, so uh, he is making his debut in the championship here at the penultimate round of the series. So it is Aidan Hassan on pole position at the moment from Oakley Keatley, and there is just under five minutes left of the qualifying session. So Hassan going to the top on a 51.615, just six thousandths of a second quicker than Oakley Keatley. So this is going to be a very close run for pole position as Nathan Ty puts in his best lap of the session, which is 0 0.063 behind Hassan's pole position time. So this is going to be a close one for pole position, but then we always knew it was going to be. This is qualifying at Shennington. This is the Monza of British karting for those motor racing enthusiasts. It is incredibly fun. Fast, lots of high-speed corners and very long straights. So there's only two major stopping points on the circuit for braking. Certainly for cadets, there's only really two moments you get very hard on the brakes around this place. And uh, we're looking at one of them at the moment, the Stratford hairpin, as they come through. And then they'll go down this uh, long straight into the uh, right kink, which is part of the Bruno chicane. Uh, they'll get on the brakes a little bit for that, but they can carry a lot of speed out in uh, a cadet. It is tighter than it looks, though, on the live stream. Then they'll go down the hangar straight, which you're watching on the stream now. You'll notice you're going down it. Then through hangar corner. Some very brave moves can be made there. You can still see a lot of damp patches around the circuit after yesterday's rain. And then they go into 
the uh, tight hairpin at Wilkins, and then they come back over the main straight once again into Park Bend. It's a very tough circuit, and Nathan Tai has already got himself back into pole position with a 51.362. Aiden Hassan, 0.199 back from Keatley and Charlie Humphreys. Archie Heron is now the leading rookie in fifth from Callum Lockett and Jamie Gurney. Then it is Riley Price ahead of Craig Evans and Freddie Cox. Mackenzie Taylor in the 102 is in 11th position. A good run from Mackenzie, considering again that this is only his uh, second run in the cart. Uh, did a reasonable job in his first race meeting up at uh, Hooton Park. Lily Jeffs is in 12th position at the moment from Josh Turnbull. Then it is Hudson Cross ahead of Jamie Scott and Ali Hussein. Chase Sharp, Jamie Warner and Jake Bell. 19 cadets out this weekend and the gap from the front to the back is just 3.1 seconds. Really good to see the fighting form of the cadets in this 2018 season. They put on a very exciting show indeed. But Nathan Ty is currently on pole position. Hassan has definitely closed down the gap, though, in the 55. Hopefully, Keatley, the number nine, is in third position from Charlie Humphreys. There is Aidan Hassan, number 55, just chasing Charlie Humphreys on the road, which is exactly what he's doing in the championship as well. And Hassan has a really good chance of grabbing pole position. He loves this Shennington circuit. He's got a really good flow here. And Aidan Hassan comes over the start-finish line. Can he get a lap time that will put him into pole position? Let's have a look. Yes, he does. A 51-202. Much better from Aiden Hassan this time. So, obviously, they're going to be trading fastest laps to the end of the session. But with only, well, just under two minutes to go now, there is going to be a very severe battle for pole position now. Aiden Hassan back on top. Nathan Tai in second position. But what an amazing moment it would be for Aiden Hassan to grab pole position in qualifying at a critical part of the championship where he is battling away for the points with this man, the number six, Charlie Humphreys. The two of them running around together. And that man, Oakley Keatley, is, of course, fighting for the championship himself. He's looking back to see where these two are because he might be able to get a decent toe off them and go for bold position himself. At the moment, he's 0.4 of a second back. There's Nathan Ty, who is second position at the moment. There's Oakley Keatley. Look, he's dropping back, trying to get a toe from these two, I'm guessing, in the hope that he can get a faster lap time on the board. So he's going to let uh, Charlie Humphreys and Aiden Hassan push him around. Either that or he's going to fall in behind them. But they want to run very closely together to get a decent lap on the board. Charlie Humphreys, six-tenths of a second down from Hassan's best. Oakley Keatley currently four-tenths of a second down from Hassan's best. So they need to get a little bit of a wiggle on as Aiden Hassan has a look up the inside of Charlie Humphreys. You'd be forgiven for this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. They're racing at this point. This is qualifying, but you do get a good toe if you run in with another driver. Craig Evans has moved up into sixth position in behind Archie Heron. 
Callum Lockett is now seventh in front of Riley Price, Mackenzie Taylor and Jamie Gurney, who for some reason just doesn't have the pace we know him to have. He's uh, definitely top five material, Jamie Gurney, but for some reason... Uh, something is not quite right with the cart, and he is there in 10th position at the moment. Uh, Freddie Cox is 11th from Jamie Scott and Josh Turnbull. Then Lily Jeffs, uh, Hudson Cross, Jake Bell, Chase Sharp, uh, Ali Hussein, and Jamie Warner. And the gap is still just 3.1 seconds, but we're running out of time. The time has come down to a close. The checkered flag is out, and Archie Heron has got Freddie Cox in behind him now. Freddie Cox, with his last lap, has just gone sixth fastest. Brilliant final lap from Freddie Cox, but the four protagonists for pole position are coming across the line shortly. So let's see how they go. Across the line this time, we've got the 101 coming through. That's Jamie Warner, who remains 3.1 seconds off. There's Chase Sharp. But here come the four drivers fighting for pole position. Aiden Hassan into Wilkins' hairpin. Is he going to hang on to it? 0.16 ahead of Nathan Ty. Ty does not improve. Keatley doesn't either, nor does Humphreys. Aiden Hassan is going to be pole position here at Shennington. Fantastic result for Aiden Hassan. A really strong result for the 55. And that is an absolutely terrific qualifying performance from him. So I'm going to whiz downstairs out of my commentary position into the scrutineering bay, which is literally just beneath my commentary position here at Shennington. Fantastic that we've got uh, such close access to everything. And I'm going to try and grab a word with the man on pole position. For the races later, we'll actually be able to do a dummy grid walk so that we can uh, grab a word with the drivers before they get into the race cars. But what a fantastic qualifying session in the cadets. Once again, here at Shennington, it was always going to be an interesting one. Just got uh, the 102, Mackenzie Taylor in front of me. Good effort from Mackenzie in qualifying today. Really good performance. Really good job. So uh, not bad to see how it's all gone. And as the drivers come in after what has been a very close qualifying session, we're just making sure that everybody, the carts are obviously being brought in at the moment onto the uh, way bay. They have to make sure that uh, with full race suit and helmet and gloves on, plus the cart, they weigh the regulations. And uh, so far, everybody has passed no problem. Another good session from Riley Price there in qualifying. Really good to see uh, some good effort again from the newbies. All of the rookies have taken to Birolart Cadet in 2018 like a duck to water. And with uh, the biggest grid we've had so far this year, it's great to see that with, even though we've got 19 carts, the most we've had this year, uh, they are still covered by just a whisker over three seconds. Really impressive to see how the pace has improved for the drivers in the 2018 season. Really good. So let's round up the positions. You've got it on your live stream screen in front of you. Aidan Hassan from Nathan Ty, Oakley Keatley in third, from Charlie Humphreys in fourth place, Archie Heron, Craig Evans, Callum Lockett and Riley Price, from Mackenzie Taylor and Jamie Gurney, then Freddie Cox, Jamie Scott, Josh Turnbull, Lily Jeffs, Hudson Cross, Jake Bell, Chase Sharp, Ali Hussein, and Jamie Warner. Right beside me, actually, is the championship leader and the man second in qualifying, Nathan Ty. Nathan, not a bad lap. That went pretty good. Um, hoping just to get ahead and hopefully bring a few people, see how they can do against, and have a, hopefully a good race. There's two rounds to go in the championship. It's you versus Oakley for the top of the points, and it's still very open. It's going to have to go down to the wire at Wilton. How do you think you can fare here? Um, depends. Need to just do well, not try and get in any trouble, and have a good race. Fantastic. Well, hopefully we'll see you a bit later on. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you. Good stuff in qualifying from Nathan Ty. Front row of the grid for him for the first race of the day. Let's wander over and uh, see if we can grab a word with uh, the man who he is fighting with for the championship, who is uh, third position in qualifying, Oakley Keatley. 
Oakley, come over, my friend. Good to see you again. And uh, I have to say, since you've returned from your injury, you are still very fast, if not faster than you were before. Yeah, I just think I can still get a little bit quicker when I can't, and then maybe get in the lead. Fantastic. So qualifying, obviously, very close between uh, uh, the three drivers at the top, including yourself. Where do you think the uh, victories are going to come today? Where can you beat Nathan? I'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Keeping the cards close to your chest. Thank you, Oakley. I really appreciate it. Thank you, mate. So uh, there is one man, though. They, I know the juniors are just about to head out, but I'll try and grab a word with our uh, pole position sitter just before we turn our attentions to uh, the juniors. We'll let him get weighed first, but... Uh, all hunky-dory, and for the first time in the Art Cadets, Aidan Hassan in pole position. How does that one feel, mate? It's been a very good season anyway, and you got your first uh, podium in a final last time out of Hooton Park, but pole position here, that must be pretty special. Yeah, um, I feel good for myself. Uh, it's, it, it'll be hard trying to defend from Nathan and that, but it's wish him luck and Oakley, and just let's do this. The big question we've got to ask, considering how close it is uh, up at the front, Aidan, you've come close to the top spot. Can you make it happen this time? Yeah, probably. Good man. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Not bad at all. It's great to see as well. The thing I love about this uh, Cadet Championship as well is the camaraderie of the drivers as they come in. They all get out. They give each other a fist bump and a massive handshake. They all really get on with each other. It's uh, amazing to see all of the drivers in the Cadets you know, from the front to the back, they are absolutely uh, great bosom buddies. They really love hanging out with each other, and they uh, always like to congratulate each other when they've done a good job. And uh, it's an amazing little paddock to be part of if you're a cadet. And it's pure old school, lad and dad motor racing. So, a brilliant job there from the cadets. We'll catch up with them a little bit later on, but now on track, it is the juniors, the 100cc carts. And this is an even closer fight for the championship than in cadets. There are still, for my money, at least three drivers who can go for the title in the Birolart Junior category this year. Those three are Harry Graham, Callum Gunning and Scott Hudley. They are the three drivers, effectively, who are the closest in the mix, although it is not over and done with yet for Toby Baldry or for Nicky Taylor. Both of those two drivers still have a mathematical chance to be champion in 2018 with two rounds to go. And there is still every chance that that could happen. All they need is for the leading three drivers in the championship to have a bit of a humdinger of weekends over the next, uh, well, 24 hours and then in four weeks' time. And they could get themselves right back into the hunt for the title. So the drivers coming out onto the circuit. Interestingly, only one of them has not gone out onto the circuit yet in the juniors. And that is the man, the only man yesterday, who did any practice sessions on slick tyres. And that is Toby Baldry. Now, they said to me yesterday, well, some people may have questioned our decision-making, sending us out on slick tyres, but we know what we're doing. We've got an idea. We've got a plan here. And we're learning as we go. So we do not think it is that bad a decision. And uh, yes, they may have gained seven seconds through their final session and were still at the bottom, but Toby Baldry's very confident this weekend. He's got a good feeling in the cart. Now they're sending him out, so he will be coming towards us very, very quickly, as you can see at the Stratford hairpin. There he is, Toby Baldry, just getting the cart up to speed. He is one of the five drivers in contention for the championship this year. But Nicky Taylor, who's been fast out of the blocks all weekend in cart number four, is currently the man on the top spot in qualifying. Nicky Taylor has been hunting for his first victory 
all season long. There's Toby Baldry, the number nine, just running him his way around the circuit. But Nicky Taylor in cart number four, who is now heading out onto the back straight, is going to be a very interesting contender. Through the Bruno Chicane, he will go. So really good performance and a really good effort so far from the drivers here as we watch Toby Baldry go through a fast lap. So he's gone through Park Bend into Cafe Corner. Expect him to be fast out of the blocks because he's the only driver this weekend to have done any running prior to this qualifying session, not counting the warm-up, of course, on slick tyres. So expect Toby Baldry to have learnt an awful lot about the way this circuit dries. So he will go down the back straight up towards the Bruno Chicane. He'll go through there, out into the left-hander. You get on the brakes and power out carefully. Then back down the hangar straight. And obviously as you go through the hangar straight, you'll then make your way towards Wilkins. Through the hairpin. He's still getting a little bit crossed up at sections. Harry Graham has just gone to the top spot. He is the championship leader on a 45-0-0-5. So a really good start. The battle's still continuing on as uh, Toby Borgi comes through. And his first flying lap is 1.4 seconds off the back of Harry Graham's. But it will get faster than that. And he will be challenging for pole position, no doubt, considering the way his uh, form has been through the course of the season. So Harry Graham leading the way. Sam Cunliffe in second. Dylan Reed is third from Nicky Taylor. George Whitehouse in fifth position, who did every single session yesterday. He loves running in the wet. And uh, as a result of putting in as many laps as he can in these conditions of cold and wet, he is actually looking, he's actually looking likely to be one of the drivers at the sharp end for the remainder of this weekend. Uh, then it is Tom Harvey, who, of course, was the runner-up in last year's Cadet Championship, stepped up to juniors this year and has been very strong ever since. Callum Gunning, who was fastest of all in juniors at practice yesterday and, of course, uh, started his campaign with five straight victories. So Callum Gunning has uh, seven wins total over the course of this season. It is going to be uh, very, very interesting to see how these guys uh, develop over the course of the year. George Whitehouse now up to second place, uh, just 0.048 behind Graham. That is Harry Graham you're watching now, the number three. So they come towards them now, up towards the hairpin. And behind him in his wheel tracks at the moment is Joe Sheppy, a man who could really use a bit of good luck, actually. At the very start of the season, he had uh, a very, very strong run and was looking very fast indeed at Landau. But uh, he's had some difficulties through the course of the year, including some injury. He had an accident earlier in the year and broke his foot, unfortunately. So uh, he is now on the recovery drive, and he's doing pretty good considering he's only six-tenths of a second away from Graham when we've still got a long way to go in this qualifying session. Let's not forget, there is a long way left with uh, four minutes remaining, or just under four minutes remaining. A lap of this circuit takes 44 seconds if you're Harry Graham, so there is still a long way to go. In fact, Graham's just done a 44.697, so that gives you a kind of indication as to where the pace can go. But Harry Graham, three-tenths of a second faster than anybody else at the moment. In front of George Whitehouse, second. And Ben Gartside, again doing well in qualifying. He's really strong over one lap, is Ben Gartside. But he never gets any luck at all in the races. We're looking at a couple of the uh, drivers down the back straight. So Graham, Whitehouse, Gartside, Baldry and Taylor are at the top spot. Now there goes Reed into second and there goes Taylor into third as they come through. We're just watching George Whitehouse now, the 114. He's come through and over the start-finish line, and he's chasing down Ben Gartside. Two drivers very quick already. Whitehouse has gone back into second place in the 114, and he's chasing down Ben Gartside, the 93. 
And you just watched uh, Callum Gunning and Harry Graham going through. Now, who's that moving out of the way? That's Tom Harvey in the 1-2-4. He wants to get a good draft around the circuit. Already with a good draft around the circuit is Morgan Cole, the 74, who is uh, hanging around the circuit. There they are. Morgan Cole and Joe Sheppy pushing each other around the circuit. And there is the 126 in there as well of Will Vincent. So Will Vincent, obviously one of the rookies in this brigade. We've got four of them out there this time. Will Vincent, Alicia Barmowski, Lewis Berry and Vijay Ramlau. And currently they are in that order in terms of the times. But all four of them have shown flashes of brilliant speed through the year. So expect uh, here at Shennington where speed is key and straight line speed is obviously uh, an absolute premium. See, the times are coming down now as the E-plate from last year, Sam Cunliffe, is now in P2. So Sam Cunliffe doing a good job. There's George Whitehouse in third position at the moment. So George Whitehouse running well as he goes on to the hangar straight through hangar corner and then up towards Wilkins. So this is a really good run from George Whitehouse at the moment. The 114 looking to be in third position. He feels really confident this weekend. He's got himself into a much better mode in terms of composure. And he is definitely a challenger for race victories this weekend. In juniors, it has been a really strong week, uh, year for the back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Battles because we have uh, eight wins for Graham, seven wins for Callum Gunning, and a win apiece for Scott Huntley, Dylan Reed, and Sam Cunliffe over the season. Of course, they say you're only as good as your last race, and Sam Cunliffe was the winner of that back at Hooton Park, taking his second win in Beryl Art UK Series since his brilliant victory last year at this very circuit when we ran the E-plate. We're not running the E-plate in 2018, but there are reasons for that which will become apparent in the next three weeks or so. Not giving anything away, no secrets yet. You have to stick around with the Beryl Art UK Series to find out what the big reveal will be. We'll certainly know in time for the final round of the championship, but there are big things afoot for 2019, and we're all very excited to find out how it's going to make things bigger and better in the 2019 season. There's Scott Huntley with the McLaren F1 colours on his car. He runs with a very brilliant sticker kit this year, which is paying tribute to 30 years since the great Brazilian Ayrton Senna uh, won the Formula One World Championship in the McLaren MP44. 
uh, back in 1988. So it's a great tribute livery. Oh, a little bit of jostling before we even get into racing. We're actually only in qualifying at the moment. And uh, Harry Graham is currently running uh, out in front of George Whitehouse, both on the road and on the timesheets as we tick down for one more qualifying lap. Nicky Taylor's just gone second as the juniors are battling away, trying to get a faster lap time in, but it's difficult because they all want track position. But look at that, from the front to the back, as Zach Parkinson comes through in 20th, 1.1 seconds, that's it. It's very tight indeed in juniors this weekend. 1.1 seconds covers the entirety of the field as the drivers are starting to finish up. Scott Huntley will not be as happy as he could be with seventh place. He would be hoping to get a little bit higher up the grid than that. But here's Harry Graham, currently pole position on a 44.483. Can he remain there? He's going to need a really good final lap. He just chucked it a little bit too deep into Wilkins' hairpin. I'm not sure he's going to get a faster time. We'll see what happens as he comes through and over the line. And he remains where he is as Callum Gunning goes third and Gartside goes fifth right at the very end. The only other man who could take it away from him effectively is Tom Harvey. And he's gone sixth. Tom Davison about to come through as well in the 100. But I think he has already come into the pits. So Harry Graham from Nicky Taylor and Callum Gunning. That is your top three. And a very exciting battle it's going to be then in terms of the uh, fight for the championship again in the penultimate round of the series here. Disappearing downstairs to uh, grab a word with a few of the drivers. And it's already been a really exciting qualifying session with some uh, good performances. So uh, we'll uh, grab a few of the drivers as they come in. Hopefully we'll try and grab the top three. But what an incredible performance from our juniors. 1.1 seconds covers the entire field. That is amazing. That's how close it has become in juniors over the course of 2018. There were a few drivers at the start of the year that were a couple of seconds behind the pace. But now everybody is within a second just about. Absolutely astonishing. That is the rate of development in the junior category in 2018 for the Mirror Art UK series. And it really does show... Uh, the quality of these Birrell Art chassis, the Iami engines, the Vega tyres, everything absolutely spick and span, ship shape and Bristol fashion. And they are all on equal equipment, which means it comes down to the driver. And here at Shennington, the speed fest of a circuit that it is, it's very, very tough to tell these drivers apart. But that's a pretty amazing statistic. 1.1 seconds covers all 20 of them. Pretty astonishing performance there. So... Let's have a quick word with uh, a couple of the drivers in the top three. First of all, the man who's going to be starting the first race of the day from the front row. Let's have a quick word with Nicky Taylor. Nicky, really exciting qualifying, and uh, it's showing that the pace that we started to see again from you at Hooton is still here at Shennington. This is going to be a great end to the season. Yeah, I mean, Shennington's my favourite circuit in the UK, so this, this uh, ho hopefully we can get some wins here on my first ever, so... Yeah, hopefully we can get the win, and this is my greatest chance ever, uh, my favourite track. It's, you're a whisker away from pole position, so obviously, obviously everything is really, really strong coming into this weekend, and you relish these opportunities, you relish these sort of tight battles at the front end of the field. Do you know, have you already set in your mind where Harry Graham might be vulnerable at the first couple of corners of the lap, or are you just kind of, kind of making it up as you go? Uh, I'll kind of, I don't know, I'll kind of try and hope to get uh, into the lead at the first few corners, first half and maybe... Uh, but we're just going to have to see how it goes. If we get in the lead, just maintain it and just do qualifying lap after qualifying lap. Terrific qualifying, Nicky. Well done, buddy. Cheers. Really, really exciting battle for pole position, and Nicky has done a fantastic job there to get onto the front row. Great to see the ultimate pace is genuine, and it's absolutely 
uh, euphoric uh, scenes at the moment from the Taylor family. They're really elated. They're really excited about the way things have gone in that session. For Harry Graham, it's just another day at the office. Another great run in qualifying as he uh, just gets himself onto the Weybridge. And hopefully everything will be fine as far as he is concerned. It's all fine and dandy. So uh, let's have a quick word with our uh, pole position sitter. Absolutely terrific performance. Let's see if we can grab a uh, quick word with Harry as he gets himself out of the car. Well, eight wins so far this year, Harry. Pole position for the penultimate round with a bit of a lead on Callum Gunning in the points. That couldn't have gone any better. Yeah, that was pretty good, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, I been, haven't been able to do a um, good shanty for the... Like, because we came here twice last year. Never went right once, so... Hopefully it should be back to where we were two years ago because me and Tyrone in our first ever junior race, we just won by like loads. So hopefully we can pull away and have that speed again. So it's going to be a very interesting one and Callum is going to be right behind you on that starting grid as well. I have a feeling that these are going to be three very intense races here. Yeah, they might be, but might be able to get away. I don't know. Fantastic, Harry. Well done, buddy. Thanks. So uh, let's grab a quick word with the other man in the equation then as well. Second in the championship and third on the grid after a very strong qualifying effort in the last lap. Just as the uh, super elites are about to head out, we'll quickly grab a word as well, hopefully with the uh, 108 of Callum Gunning. So uh, let's uh, head over and grab a quick word with Callum. Callum, third position, not bad qualifying at all and the pace is definitely there to take another victory or two. Yeah, hopefully. So we're struggling with tyre pressures a little bit, struggling with grip, but last laps felt really good and I felt like I could go for it and yeah, really happy with qualifying. It's pretty exciting when the whole field is covered by a second and to know that you're right up at the front of that, it must be a bit of a relief after all the hard work yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Just trying to stay up there, hope just get some good points at the championship. Okay, thanks Callum. So obviously it's a very busy scrutineering section. We have to get moving fairly quickly, unfortunately. We'd like to have uh, spoken to the drivers a bit longer, but uh, it is very, very tight in here. So we need to make sure that we keep everything running smoothly. But good to hear from the top three drivers. And uh, we're going to get to... Uh, I'm just getting a bit of a, a muck about with the staff. Apologies for that. Just as well, that wasn't filmed. <laughs> we're going to see everybody. You're going to think the worst now. It wasn't as bad as all that. Into the Super Elite's 125 qualifying session now as the battle for supremacy continues. Now, because of the way things are at the moment in the championship battle, you would automatically think that because he has started and then won every race he has competed in this year, the championship would already be on the verge of being sewn up by Sam Faulkner. But there is a slight complication because, of course, Sam Faulkner missed the fourth round of the championship, or I should say the fourth weekend of the championship at Wilton Mill, which is originally meant to take place in March. But because it was cancelled due to a snow flourish, uh, we then had to rerun it in June and he was unavailable for that particular weekend. So he missed that round of the championship. As a result of that, he has to count that round of the championship as he's dropped scores. So that means he's only actually done five weekends this year. Now, OK, ultimately he has won every single race he started at all five weekends. So that means he's had 15 races and 15 victories. However, there are still two weekends to go. And of course, there are still 200, uh, sorry, 305 points per weekend uh, to play for. Sorry, 325 points to play for every weekend, I should say. My maths is appalling. So there is a long way to go in this championship with these six remaining races. And Richard Evans can still take the title away from him 
as can Sam Dimolo and Matthew Pierce. So it is still mathematically possible that anybody in the top four can still win this championship. Richard Evans has taken a race win so far this season, as has Matthew Pierce, uh, as has Dan Walden as well, who's only one point behind Matthew Pierce in the championship. Masarala's two behind Walden. Stansfield is two behind Stansfield. So although Sam Faulkner has a big lead, all it's going to take is for one bad weekend, and all of a sudden, the championship comes back into fruition. And he did have a couple of bad weekends last year. You're watching Tyrone Stansfield now, the 299, who was the uh, junior champion last year. A couple of drivers heading out onto the pits. There's Sam Dimolo. I'm delighted he's found his van keys. This morning, we were told that uh, his cart was locked in, the, in a particular van, and uh, the van keys were back at home. So his dad had to dash down... <laughs> the motorway to get back home to get access to the cart and somehow they managed to do it in time before Sam Dimolo went out for warm-up this morning so I don't know how many speed limits he must have broken to get home but goodness me they are determined especially now knowing that all it takes is one dodgy round for Sam Faulkner and everybody is right back in the mix even though he's won 15 out of 15 races started at this stage of the championship with two rounds still to go and having missed a round Sam Faulkner could still be beaten in this championship. They all know it, and they want to make it happen. But he can't win the championship until Wilton Mill, whatever happens. Mathematically, it will still go to the wire, which is good news for this man, Richard Evans, runner-up to Sam Faulkner last year, and does not want to be runner-up to, to him again. Pole position at the moment, 43.979, the fastest that we've seen all weekend. Tyrone Stansfield second from Sam Faulkner, Ben Hitch, Mark Lawrence, Harry Barlow, Tom Massarella and Jim Rainbird. With rounding up the top ten at the moment, it is Elliot Stanley and Neil Fisher. And uh, now that we're on the live stream, it's worth noting that Neil Fisher did two of the practice sessions yesterday. He was originally due, due to do three of them because in the morning he was racing over at Silverstone in some classic cars, including an Austin Healy Sprite, he tells me. I'm not jealous in the slightest, honest. But uh, his third practice session, he was actually replaced in the uh, practice session yesterday by Andy Cox, the championship coordinator. He went out and had a bit of a play. It's been a while since he's done uh, some competitive running at uh, Shennington, but of course he knows this place on the back of his hand. He won a title here back in the late 80s, early 90s. So he knows this place very well and he obviously enjoyed the running out in the cart again. And proof you never lose it, he was only seven tenths of a second off the top time. Sam Faulkner goes fastest again, 43.792 in front of Tyrone Stansfield by just 0.055. But 43.7, I'm convinced, is not going to be the pole position time. There is number one, Sam Faulkner, the reigning Super Elites champion. He will come into this weekend with plenty of opportunity to move forward. So let's see how he fares. Sam Faulkner, of course, looking for his 16th, 17th and 18th wins of the season throughout the course of this weekend. So let's see how it fares. As we watch the drivers in position, Faulkner in front of Stansfield, Hitch, Evans, Barlow, Pierce, Lawrence, Stanley, Rainbird and Massarella. There is uh, Sam Faulkner once again on a 43.742 now for the lap. And that is his uh, fastest lap of the session. He increases his advantage over Tyrone Stansfield to uh, one uh, tenth of a second. And that is Thomas Massarella. Now, that is disastrous for Tom Massarella. He was four-tenths of a second down in quali at that point, but he has pulled off just after the Bruno chicane. I'm not entirely sure what's happened there, but unfortunately, that is game over 
for Tom Masarella's qualifying. And that's not the first time that's happened this year to poor Tom, who has joined the ranks of Tyrone Stansfield and Harry Barlow as drivers who have stepped out of juniors this year and found another 25 cc's to go racing with in 2018 to move out of juniors and up into the seniors. They've done a very good job to get to that point. But uh, it is obviously going to be a very exciting season ahead for them. Still in As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Interesting battle ahead for this weekend, though, for the uh, Super Elites, with Faulkner up in first, Stansfield second, and Barlow now third. So Harry Barlow in third position. Oh, what's happened to uh, what's happened to Carl Watt when he's been out there? He's had some kind of incident somewhere and uh, dented the nose on top of the uh, on top of the cart's uh, steering column. The nacelle seems to have been bent in. Not quite sure what's happened there. But the driver's still trying to find some speed. We keep an eye on the number three, Matthew Pierce, actually, because he has gone up into fourth position. Yeah, what's happened to Carl Watt? His uh, Nassau seems to be resting on his kneecaps at the moment. The 232 just in there behind him. Jim Rainbird, always ridiculously fast. He's his own worst critic. He hasn't been able to do a full campaign, but whenever he's had the opportunity to get here, he's been able to mechanic for other drivers just to help them out. Again, that's the brilliant thing about this particular championship. You always get an amazing crop of racing drivers who want to help out. It's uh, a Three Musketeers environment, Viral Art UK Series. It's all for one and one for all as everybody battles away together and everybody wants to help each other out. If somebody's got a mechanical problem, so let's take Massarello as an example, I have a feeling that there's going to be someone up and down the paddock who's going to be able to help him even if they haven't got the spare part, which they probably will have. So it is Faulkner in pole position at the moment from Evans and Pierce. One, two, and three from last year in one, two, and three on the grid for this session for the moment. Then it is Stansfield from Barlow. Ben Hitch, leading rookie, is in sixth. At least he was. Now Sam Dimelo's come up to the top six. You're just looking at him now. Fifth position. He is the reigning Super Masters champion, of course. He did say over the winter, I do fancy an attempt at going for the Super Elites if I can drop a few kilos. Well, over the winter, they decided to combine the Super Elites and Super Masters categories into one championship. And ever since then, it has been uh, a very exciting battle for him. 
We've still got qualifying going on, but down behind me is uh, Will Checkley. I'm not entirely sure what's uh, happened to Will, but the, they've, he's brought the cart in very early. Some kind of issue. Just want to try and see if I can get a word with Will. Will, not the best of qualifying sessions. What's happened? Um, just a bit slippy for me. and uh, I didn't have a decent toe either, so... Um, and a few other drivers who were slowing down sort of affected my um, my lap time, so I just thought, nah, forget it. It's just quality, so I'll try and make it up for the race. Plenty of overtaking moves on the way. Uh, with this being Shennington, you should have some great overtaking opportunities. Yeah, hopefully. I'm not really bothered about qualifying, to be honest. I just want to you know, start wherever and then just battle it through, through the race. So, Fair enough, Will. Good luck. Cheers. So there we go. Qualifying not as important as racing to Will Checkley. The final seconds of qualifying ticking down. So uh, let's see how it's going to fare. Will Sam Faulkner remain on pole position in the dying seconds of qualifying? He's got to work very hard, but uh, he's got plenty of opposition. Matthew Pearce could well take it from him. He's been the qualifying master throughout the majority of this season. Over one lap, there's not many people who are as fast as Matthew Pearce. Coming into the pits, that's the 160 waving his way in. That is Ben Hitch, who's done a 0.273 deficit to pole position the checkered flag is out so now the drivers will be crossing the line to finish off their qualifying that is Ami Jerger just going through the shot the number four Neil Fisher 282 two drivers who were regular winners last year in fact Ami Jerger's last race win in Viralite UK series was at this track last year about 18 months ago so now the drivers try to get their fast laps in we'll keep an eye on Matthew Pierce, the number three the green machine with the red top helmet as the drivers will try and finish off on a uh, flying note across the line. Here will come the top three. What's Matthew Pierce going to do over the line? He will come now. And is it fast enough? No, he's backed out in the final lap, actually. So Matthew Pierce not going to get pole position. So it's Sam Faulkner who will remain on the top spot from Richard Evans and Matthew Pierce. Then it is Tyrone Stansfield from Sam Dimelo and Harry Barlow, Ben Hitch and Jim Rainbird, Mark Lawrence and Elliot Stanley. Uh, then it is Neil Fisher, Tom Massarella, Will Checkley. Uh, Paul Ozan, then it is Ami Jerger from Jason Bradbury, uh, Oliver Moy, Dan Walden, all the way down in 18th. Not quite sure what's happened with his qualifying session. Uh, David Darling, Carl Watt, Dave Burns, George Friday, down in a disappointing 22nd from his point of view, and then Sean Port in 23rd. So racing is not going to be too far away. We'll just grab a word with the uh, drivers in the holding area. Obviously, we want to try and grab a word with the top three, and uh, easily enough for us, convenient enough for us, they will be numbers one, two, and three on the carts. So uh, obviously, very early on, Richard Evans has already brought the cart in. So let's have a quick word uh, with Richard before he disappears. Richard, second position in qualifying. Not a bad start to the weekend, and uh, so far, so good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, lap timer broke, so I had no idea what was going on. But yeah, seemed all right, so good. This is one of those circuits where a decent overtaking opportunity can present itself more than once over the course of a race, so this is definitely very much game on. Yeah, hopefully. I'll talk to him in a couple of hours. We'll see. <laughs> Cheers, Richard. Thank you. So These guys very much wanting to focus on the job ahead, of course, for the majority of. I'll see if I can find... We're just trying to keep out of the way of uh, the interference. I don't think I'm going to get Sam Faulkner because he always finds a way of disappearing. Yeah, he's gone down that way somewhere. And to be fair, he is the Kimi Raikkonen of the paddock. He does most of his chatting on track. So uh, I'm not sure we'll grab a word with him just yet. He'll probably try and save his uh, best sentence of the weekend for the podium if he's going to be there later. And uh, I hear he's actually got fresher's flu at the moment, which is uh, 
code for I've enjoyed my first week at university. So uh, I'm going to leave him to that, I think. But uh, certainly uh, the pole sitter, keeping things nice and easy at the start of the weekend. I'm not entirely sure where Matthew Pierce is in the queue. I think he's right towards the back, actually. So we'll try and grab a word with him a little bit. Uh, well, I might just have time to do that before we get ready for start of racing. Let's try and dash down the line. He'll be here somewhere. Trying desperately to stay in range as well, obviously, because we've got to make sure that uh, we've got a... Uh, apologies if there's a sound quality issue. It, uh, this is not a good idea, so I'll turn around and go back the way I came. <laughs> we don't know until you try these things. So uh, I'll stay where I was. And uh, apologies for the sound. Apologies. Bear with me. There we are. We're back. Don't worry. So... Uh, Matthew Pierce will obviously now uh, uh, be starting from the top three of the grid. I'll just run through those positions as well uh, once again from the uh, qualifying session of the Super Elites. Sam Faulkner, Richard Evans and Matthew Pierce in the top three in front of Tyrone Stansfield, Sam Dimolo and Harry Barlow, all covered by just 0.17 of a second. Uh, then it is Ben Hitch from Jim Rainbird, Mark Lawrence and rounding up the top ten is Elliot Stanley. Uh, then it is Neil Fisher from Tom Massarella. Uh, Will Checkley and Paul Ozan, uh, Amy, Amy Jerger, sorry, from Jason Bradbury, Oliver Moy and Dan Walden, David Darling, Carl Watt, Dave Burns, George Friday, and in the 23rd position slot, uh, 23rd position slot is Sean Port in the uh, Nutmeg number 245. So uh, let's have a word with a couple of the others down here. Harry Barlow, not a bad qualifying, right up in the sharp end, so things going off to a good start. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> That's all I've got to say, bro. Good sort of pace, Harry, and uh, hopefully the racing is going to provide uh, some good overtaking opportunities as well. Yeah, it'll be a good day. I need to get some good championship points and move up. Excellent. Thanks, Harry. Thank you very much. We'll uh, grab a word with uh, your stablemate for most of uh, last year, battling for the Junior Championship in 2017, and now up at the sharp end of Super Elites, Tyrone Stansfield. Not a bad qualifying. That was very nearly pole position at one point, so there's definitely good potential today. Um, well, yeah, I'm just going to try and keep it clean this weekend. No silly moves like last, bit, last time out. But uh, try and get to a clean start and see where we go. Brilliant. Thanks, Tyrone. So I think we need to now uh, make our way over to the dummy grid where the cadets are uh, ready to go. So they'll get their uh, race weekend started. And, of course, a very strong fight in the championship coming, of course, from the cadets in uh, 2018 to conclude the season. Two weekends to go, of course in the uh, title fight in Viral Art Cadets. But it is going to be a very strong fight for the end of the season. And we'll see some uh, really good action from the drivers as their season will wrap over the course of the next two weekends. The great thing, though, of course, is that neither of the championships, none of the three categories in the Viral Art UK Series paddock are going to be wrapped up until the very last round of the championship at Wilton Mill next month. So it's going to be a really exciting battle in the uh, final two weekends of the championship. But here at Shennington, it's obviously going to be a uh, very exciting battle for all three classes, starting, of course, with the cadets. Aidan Hassan, pole position, looking for his first win of the season. He's got very close to it several times over the course of this year. We have, though, of course, alongside 
Nathan Tai, championship leader, searching for what would be win number 10 in his fantastic season. Uh, Charlie Humphreys, though, starting in the, on the second row of the grid. He is chasing his second win of the year and has had a really, really strong uh, second half of the season. That pace that we know he's got seemed to dissipate a little bit in the early part of the season, but now it's come right back. And Charlie Humphreys is still very much a championship contender uh, mathematically. Just looking through the field, we've got some uh, real surprises. Here comes Oakley Keatley to his grid position. Uh, third place on the starting grid. So uh, we need to catch up with a few of the drivers we didn't get to speak to after qualifying. We obviously heard from uh, the top three drivers. Let's uh, try and grab a word in there with uh, Charlie Humphreys just before the start of proceedings. Charlie, fourth place, back where you belong in the first two, first two rows after qualifying. So I guess it's game on from here. Yeah. So what are we going to see this weekend? I mean, are we going to see some of those uh, uh, sweet moves that we know you can do, or is this going to be a very long weekend? Um, I should... I should, I should be all right. You reckon it's going to be all right? Fair enough. All right. No, simple. No problem at all. No need to say more. Thank you very much. Uh, so let's see how things will be for some of the other drivers in the field. Regularly through the course of this season, uh, we've had our top rookie, Archie Heron, uh, always towards the sharp end. So, Archie, how are things uh, looking after qualifying? You must be pretty happy with fifth. Yeah, I'm really happy because um, I had a really good battle with Callum and Jamie. But, yeah, hopefully it'll go well so from here. And I want to do really well. What's your do, mate? Have a, have a very good weekend. Have a good day at the office, mate. I have a feeling you're going to get one. And this is a very nice surprise to see Freddie Cox first weekend in the championship P6. Are you as surprised as everyone else? Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> it's great to see you up here. I mean, uh, you obviously get a real flow for the circuit. How does it feel out there compared to yesterday? Um, feels a lot more quicker, like around the corners, um, a lot more grippy, yeah. So uh, no pressure, but your first weekend in the championship, and obviously you're now fighting with Archie and Craig over there for the top rookie spot. Is that a bit more than you thought you would get out of it? Yeah, I didn't think I'd uh, get this much, so. Fantastic. We'll keep it up, and we'll see you on the rostrum later, hopefully. Great stuff. Really, really exciting to see the... Uh, competitive nature of the Cadets Championship. As I mentioned before, it is the biggest grid of the 2018 season. 19 carts in the Cadet Championship, and the battle is just 3.1 seconds from this end to that end. That is an incredible achievement, considering that this time last year it was a good 6 to 7 seconds. I think every single one of you deserves a massive pat on the back. The development and the rate of uh, speed that's coming from uh, you guys over 2018 has been absolutely fantastic. So uh, I have a feeling you're going to see some big things from these guys in 2019. The cadets are putting on quite a show. I'm going to try not to get run over by Jamie Warner as he gets put back into his uh, position on the dummy grid. But what an amazing battle this is going to be in the cadets. It's still very unpredictable. We've had uh, three winners over the course of the year one of which is currently uh, not competing in the championship. Having uh, won the title last year, Ellis Stevens did a few rounds and then has elected to focus on other things. But the other two have been winning every race since then. Oakley Keatley with six victories, Nathan Ty with nine. But based on the fact that Oakley Keatley has missed one round of the championship and then scored incredibly high everywhere else, his points tally is still very impressive indeed. And there is every chance that Keatley in these last two week weekends could 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Feel the championship away from Nathan Ty. He's got to stay focused. And uh, Nathan Ty has got to make sure that everything he does, he does as well as normal. But this is going to be a very... Very fascinating day of racing. Nine races in total today, three per class, and the cadets are about to get underway for the first of three races today. So the starting grid is on your live stream screens now. Looks as though Aiden Hassan's a little bit slow to get started from his... Uh, pole position slot hopefully he will get out but they are struggling to get him away from pole position this could be a nightmare if he gets started Aiden Hassan will get pole position from Nathan Ty Oakley Keatley and Charlie Humphreys Archie Heron and Freddie Cox in that top six of the grid now Aiden Hassan has gone out thank goodness for that well I wondered for a moment if all that hard work was going to be undone but fortunately not the case Craig Evans and Callum Lockett on the fourth row of the grid together, and it will be Riley Price and the new boy Mackenzie Tyler. Uh, sorry, Riley Price and Mackenzie Taylor, I should say. Both newbies over the course of this season. Uh, Mackenzie Taylor only taking part in his uh, second weekend of the year, Riley Price in his third, and they are right there on row five. Brilliant talent from those two. Jamie Gurney, 11th, with some difficulties in qualifying. Then Jamie Scott in 12th from Chase Sharp and Josh Turnbull. Uh, 15th and 16th on the grid will be Lily Jeffs and Hudson Cross. And uh, then, of course, we'll see the uh, last three drivers to take up position on the starting grid. It'll be Ali Hussein, uh, Jake Bell, and then it will be Jamie Warner, both of whom had uh, technical difficulties in the qualifying session, which has seen them fall to the back of the field. But they were not far away from where they were uh, anyway in terms of their qualifying pace. So that is all fine and dandy. It, all it means effectively is that Jake Bell is 18th on the grid rather than 17th. So he's on the other side of the grid compared to where he originally was. You're going to have a bit of a wait now to get the grid formed up. Because obviously uh, Ali Hussein needs to get himself back into his position fairly quickly. And hopefully he will do so in good time. Otherwise we will go around for a third formation lap. And I think that is going to be the case. 
So the field is going to have to go around again. So they uh, are trying to get up to racing speed, and it is a false start. So that's uh, good news for Aidan Hassan, because then he will be able to get himself back into his original grid position of pole. But where is Aidan Hassan? I can't see him at the moment. He's certainly not, the 55 is certainly not in position at the moment. Oh, he's pulled up the circuit. That's what's happened. Aidan Hassan is already out of the cart. I don't believe it. Pole position for Aidan Hassan from qualifying, and he has pulled off at Wilkins. This is a disaster. So failing to start initially, and then, well, he's going to have to watch the first race of the weekend from the Marshall's post. That is agony. What a disaster for poor Aidan Hassan. All that hard work from qualifying undone. And now he will have to watch the race as a spectator. That hardly seems fair, does it? What a shame. What a shame. That's a bitter pill to swallow for anyone. So what it means effectively now, of course, is that it will be Nathan Ty on uh, pole position from Oakley Keatley and Charlie Humphreys. Archie Heron, Freddie Cox, Craig Evans and uh, Riley Price in there with Callum Lockett and Mackenzie Taylor. So the field is going to be formed up. The race is going to get a start. It is a good getaway. And straight away, Nathan Ty gets into the lead. No problem at all. Charlie Humphreys squeezing through in a second. Keatley trying to get back on the inside, but Humphreys runs deep and catches second position. Good work there from Charlie Humphreys to get through in a P2. A perfect getaway. Absolutely textbook. And now the field heads up to Stratford Corner for the first time. A big lunch from Keatley up the inside. And he's made the move. Brilliantly done there from Keatley. Up at a second place. Heron is now fourth on the back of uh, Charlie Humphreys. Then it is Freddie Cox up in P5. Uh, then it is uh, Craig Evans. Jamie Gurney's made a terrific start. He's now up at the seventh place in front of Callum Lockett. So as they come down the back straight, Freddie Cox is just trying to get himself into a good track position. He's defended well there from Evans, considering this is his first ever race in the Birolat UK series. He is having an amazing start to his career. So they come over the start-finish line, and out in front, it is Nathan Ty who leads the way. Then it is Keatley. Then it is the number six of uh, Charlie Humphreys in front of Heron. Evans now ahead of Freddie Cox. Callum Lockett makes the move on Jamie Gurney through the hairpin. Then it is uh, the 102, I think that is, and Mackenzie Taylor. Another great start to his weekend in front of Jamie Scott and Riley Price. Then it's Turnbull, Jeffs, Cross, Sharp, Bell, Hussein, and Jamie Warner. So they run down the back straight up towards the Bruno Chicane. This is a long, long race. So down the back straight. There we go. Oh, two cards together of Bruno Chicane. Two cards have gone there, unfortunately, and spun around. That's Josh Turnbull getting together with Jamie Scott. So I think one of them spun, and the other one just hit the brakes to take avoiding action. No actual contact between the two, I don't think. So it was just one of those incidents, unfortunately. It happens. But out of the front, Oakley Keatley is closing in on Nathan Ty. The championship battle resumes. And with Nathan Ty with scores to drop. And Oakley Keatley with none to drop. On oh, a spin, that's Lily Jeffs. Lily Jeffs has gone at cafe. Lily Jeffs has gone at cafe corner. Just a little bit touch over the brakes there. And it spins her around. Well, they did say this morning that the track was still fairly damp after yesterday's rain. And it was very cold as well this morning. It was about three, four degrees air temperature. So uh, it wasn't very easy for any of the drivers to get up to speed in the warm-up or the qualifying session. But uh, there are still some damp patches around the circuit. As Oakley Keatley has now got into the lead. That didn't take him long. So these two are now likely to stretch out away from the rest of the field. And they will start to battle for the victory. 
And the fantastic thing about this uh, battle in 2018 between the Oakley Kickley and Nathan Ty is that these two are best mates. They really are uh, incredible chums around the circuit, and they are now battling for the title. So obviously both of them want to win it, but I've asked them both on several occasions through this year, you know that's your best mate you're fighting with for the title. What if the other one gets it? And they say, we don't mind, we just want to race. We're just having fun. Really exciting stuff and some uh, brilliant racing all the way through the season we've had so far. Do please chat to us if you're watching along on the live stream. We've got uh, all sorts of uh, people watching from all over. Alex Goldschmidt is actually watching all the way from Belgium. And I know for a fact that with it being a, a championship that George Friday races in, we've got uh, viewers all the way out in Australia. We always do. And uh, I have a feeling we've got a few people all the way out in South Korea watching as well this time. It's a truly international sport, motor racing. And they go all the way around the world to watch. Here we go. That's Ty back in front of Keatley. But watch this. Jamie Gurney trying to make the moves on Archie Heron. Decides to think better of it. Slots back in as Mackenzie Taylor makes a very bold move there on Riley Price and gets the place. Really good racing all the way down this field. And in qualifying, there really is nothing to choose between these guys as Heron now goes on the defensive to keep Jamie Gurney at bay as they race for fourth place. Charlie Humphreys in third position, not quite able to run at the same pace as Ty and Keatley, but is also there in third as Jamie Gurney makes the bold move for P4. That's a brilliant overtaking move into the apex for the Bruno Chicane. So he gets through very nicely indeed. So Nathan Ty in front of Oakley Keatley, then Charlie Humphreys in third position, Archie Heron in fourth place, then it's Jamie Gurney from Callum Lockett, Craig Evans, Freddie Cox, Mackenzie Taylor, and Riley Price. So some good battling between these two cadets up at the front end. As they come through, all is fine and dandy for the moment. They don't need to worry too much about where they are in terms of lap pace because they've got plenty of great racing to come over the course of today. And it will go all the way to the wire, this championship fight between the two of them. Absolutely brilliant. Fantastic battles all the way through. As Keatley has gone back in front of Nathan Ty now, these two will just swap positions for the remainder of this heat until it gets to the serious business of the last two laps. And then they really will go hammer and tongs. Takes a while for the race to be settled. But just over three minutes to go in this race. So they're obviously going to take it right to the wire. They come over the line once again, and Oakley Keatley just running at the front of the field even with Nathan Ty. Charlie Humphreys is close, but not close enough, really, to challenge for the victory this time. He's got the overall pace, but uh, basically the Humphreys have been telling me they are just waiting for 2019 now because they're going to leap up into the junior category. He'll get 40 cc's more to play with, and then uh, Charlie Humphreys can really demonstrate what he's capable of and... Uh, emulate the likes of uh, Tom Harvey and Dylan Briley, who have uh, stepped out of cadets uh, from 2018 and moved up to the juniors and been pretty impressive straight out of the blocks. So Oakley, Keatley, Nathan Ty, Charlie Humphreys, Jamie Gurney, Callum Lockett and Craig Evans. This is where the battle is. That's Freddie Cox battling away with Mackenzie Taylor. Archie Heron having just got through. Keep it together, Freddie. This is not a bad debut. He's running in there with another man who's only in his uh, second weekend of the championship. That man's in his third weekend in the championship, Riley Price. So uh, you can join the championship at any point. But obviously, if you want a full campaign, that's when you can go for the title. It's a miserable sight as they pass Aidan Hassan's card at the side of the road. He really shouldn't be watching from the sidelines. But unfortunately, that is his fate. So Keatley leading from Ty, Humphreys, Gurney and Lockett. Then it's Craig Evans leading the rookie charge. From Archie Heron, Freddie Cox and Mackenzie Taylor. Look at Gurney having to defend to cover off Craig Evans, who's now the top rookie once again. 
We've seen this so many times. He may not always get there in terms of qualifying pace, but in racecraft, Craig Evans is one of the best rookies in this championship and has several times been on the top spot at the end of the weekend as the leading rookie. And was there a bit of a moment there for somebody? Not sure. Thought I saw somebody have a moment there at British Chicane, but no. Out in front, still a good battle, but Archie Heron trying to uh, move to cover up the inside of Craig Evans, and he's got through, but on the exit, Evans is going to try and get alongside once again. These two battling away as Callum Lockett's now going to go for the move on Jamie Gurney into turn one. That's beautifully done from Lockett, and Jamie Gurney has to slot in. So Callum Lockett, considering where Callum Lockett was 18 months ago when he was several seconds off the bottom of the field, to be now battling away with Jamie Gurney, that is pretty spectacular. Here is the battle for the victory, and now the battle will start between these two. We've got 35 seconds left to go, so they're going to get one more lap in, I think. Here they come down to the hangar corner. Nathan Ty just trying to tuck in behind Oakley Keatley. They're going to come off the turn out of Wilkins, and now Nathan Ty will go for the victory. These two are battling for the title. Every point will count, and they know it. For the race win, here comes Nathan Ty up the inside of Oakley Keatley for the lead. Oakley Keatley tries to get back on the inside, but that is tight enough. So he's just going to have to let it go. And that is a big moment in this race for Nathan Ty with not a lot of time left to run. 65 points could be going Nathan Ty's way, and that will be win number 10 this season if he can hold on to it. But Oakley Keatley will want to try and take it off him and level his victory tally. Oakley Keatley with six wins so far this season. Had he been racing at Glanny Gorse, I have a feeling the score and the balance would be a little bit more even. Here we go. Oakley Keatley trying to come around the far side of Nathan Ty. Tries to get the switch back. Decides to go around the far side up towards Wilkins. They come off the turn. Nathan Ty still a whisker in front of Oakley Keatley, but they have got one lap to go now around the circuit. So who is going to settle this one? 65 points up for grabs in the heats. So Oakley Keatley's going to try again for the inside of Nathan Ty. There's not enough room and he has to back out of the move. Nathan Ty just checks over his shoulder. Where's Oakley going to get me? If he's going to get me, I'm going to hold that inside line as much as possible. He defends to the inside line. Oakley Keatley trying to come around. What a beautiful dummy sold there by Keatley. Brilliant move on the inside. Now they're side by side again. And Nathan Ty's going to get Keatley on the undercut. Oh, brilliant. Up to the chicane once more. Keely will try again for Nathan Ty. Down the back straight. It's up to them now. Nathan Ty suddenly realising that Oakley Keely is not on the inside of him. He's going round the outside, but he could get the switch back out of the final hairpin. Nathan Ty moving to cover the inside, but watch out. Oakley Keatley could get a better run. It's not quite going to be enough, though. Nathan Ty is going to take the checkered flag. Win number 10 this season in front of Oakley Keatley. That was close. But clean, fair racing throughout. Brilliant driving from the pair of them. Third place, Charlie Humphreys. Fourth place, well, it's hard to tell, actually, who's going to be fourth across the line. And it's going to be Gurney just in front of Heron, Lockett and Evans. How close was that? Mackenzie Taylor, eighth from Freddie Cox and Riley Price. Brilliant racing. Absolutely fantastic. And between Nathan Ty and Oakley Keatley, once again, absolutely nothing in it. Oh, Brilliant. So, that's the 10th win of the season for Nathan Ty. He has literally come straight back in to the pits. He's been on the way bridge and all is okay. And uh, he looks pretty cool, calm and collected about it. That was uh, some pretty close battling there, Nathan. He almost had you. That was very close towards the end there, to be fair. But uh, even with the dummy, you realised he was going to drift a little wide at the hairpin and had the undercut. Uh, yeah, very lucky for Oakley. Um, 
just made a little mistake and I was just able to get quickly at the inside. Try not to do anything dangerous, get any penalties. Knowing that I had a warning at the beginning, at the beginning trying to not do anything crazy and do anything weird, so yeah. Superb, well done, that's win number 10 this season. Thank you. Awesome stuff, very close battling all the way through. Let's grab a word with the uh, man in second position after another strong positive performance there from uh, Oakley Keatley. Another good race, he's wandered off a moment, I'm not entirely sure what for. So uh, we'll have a word with Oakley a bit later perhaps. Let's have a quick word with Charlie Humphreys though. Charlie, third position, a good result. This need to be a little bit closer to these two through the race I guess. Um, I had no grip. Hopefully we can get that sorted and hopefully I can get my way to the front. Because in terms of the pace of the guys behind, you were disappeared and gone. All you need basically now is to just stay with these guys and another victory can come up. Hopefully. Good job, Charlie. Well done, mate. So uh, a really exciting battle in the uh, championship fight then continues as win number 10 goes the way of Nathan Ty. So it's a very exciting battle between the two as the uh, racing is again clean, hard and fair, as it always is. And it's always very, very close in the uh, cadet battle. And it's uh, going to continue to be the way things have been in 2018. The tension, the nerves, <laughs> but what an exciting race it was. And I have a feeling you're going to get two more races from the cadets like that today. Really brilliant racing. Absolutely fantastic. So now, trying to dodge the uh, slight reverb. I'll head my way into the uh, junior paddock where everything is already uh, set to get going. The gate is already up, so I'm not sure how much time we're actually going to get uh, before we uh, have to go racing again. But every, all the drivers are set in and uh, just about ready to go. There might be an opportunity for a word with a couple of the uh, drivers in position. So uh, let's have a quick word, actually, before he gets into the cart with uh, Tom Harvey. Tom? It's been a really good season this year, and again, right up at the sharp end on these first three rows, but this is a circuit where overtaking is quite commonplace, so we should see you moving all over the circuit today. That's the plan, anyway. <laughs> so uh, what's going to be the key factor here? Is it uh, looking after tyres, or is it getting good track position? Um, just trying to get in the best position as possible, really. I think that's the best way to go about it. Very good. Okay, well, hopefully it's going to be another strong day at the office for you, Tom. Have a good one. Thank you. Right, who else can we grab a word with? I think everybody else has pretty much got themselves uh, into the carts. But one thing we have to... Uh, thank you for blocking my shot there, Tom. No problem. <laughs> it's no problem. He's got a much harder job than me. We've got uh, a very interesting challenge on the front row of the grid, of course. We have Harry Graham, pole position, championship leader as well. So obviously he's got a lot on his mind at the moment. This man, Nicky Taylor, this is a race where he could make or break the rest of his season. He wants to be in a good position here for the rest of the weekend. He's been chasing that first victory in Birolat UK for a long time. And he He's got a great chance of doing that this weekend. If he does, he's right in the hunt for the title. This man, Callum Gunning, obviously trying to stay with Harry Graham in terms of the points. Don't forget, he won the first five races of the season on the bounce. So when it goes good, it goes very, very good for uh, Harry, uh, Callum Gunning. This man, though, Sam Cunliffe, fourth position on the grid, and keep an eye on him. He's in the form of his life right now. Twelve months ago at this very circuit, he won the E-plate, which you can see on the Nassau of his cart. But uh, this year, he is really starting to prove that that was not a one-trick pony. He's been at the front end of the grid throughout this season. So keep an eye on him. Also, this man, Ben Gartside, his qualifying pace has been fantastic over the course of the year. 
And I have a feeling this time we could get some decent results to add to it. Obviously, we spoke to Tom Harvey, one of the top talented uh, cadets from last year, moving his way forward. There's a lot of great talent on this grid, though. So many brilliant drivers to talk about. George Whitehouse, Tom Davison. These two have always been at the sharp end of the field whenever an opportunity presents itself. And it's always really good to see these guys at the front end where they deserve to be. You've also got Dylan Reed, race winner already this year as well. Always been very, very strong. Every time there's an opportunity at a race victory, he'll find that gap and he'll make the overtaking move. So as he makes his way through towards the top six, expect him to be challenging for the win. And then, of course, there's this man. You can't count out Scott Huntley from the battle. Always in that top ten. Perhaps a little lower than he would like to be, but that won't last long. He will be charging his way through to the front. And with the race win he's had already over the course of the year, coupled with how strong we know he can be, it's going to be really exciting to see how they go. So as the battle is obviously going to be a very interesting one. There's also races within races, of course, in the junior battle because we have those four very talented rookie drivers as well in uh, Will Vincent, uh, Alicia Parmowski, Vijay Ramlal, and, of course, Lewis Berry. They're all going to be uh, very exciting to watch in this uh, race as well. The grid position's on your screen now. What an exciting battle it's going to be in the juniors this time because, of course, we've got, from, for my money, I would count about 10 drivers who could win this first race. It is that close in terms of pace and in terms of overall performance. These guys really are very well matched. And uh, in that top 10, I really can see all of them taking a race victory. Harry Graham from pole position with Nicky Taylor alongside him, gunning for that first win. Callum Gunning is third on the grid along with Sam Cunliffe. Then on the third row of the grid, we'll see Ben Gartside and Tom Harvey. George Whitehouse is there in P7 along with Tom Davison. So that's going to be an interesting battle between those two. And then, of course, rounding up the top 10, Dylan Reed and Scott Hundley. Two formation laps around the Shennington circuit. The penultimate weekend of the 2018 Birolart UK series. And we're all across the uh, internet today through the Downforce UK audio feed and, of course, through the live stream visual feed of the Birolite UK series Facebook page, as well as on uh, Alpha Live's Facebook page, Cart Pulse, uh, Karting Magazine, and the Downforce UK Facebook page, as well as Alpha Live's YouTube channel. Wherever you may be watching all over the world, do please send in your messages of support for the drivers. Toby Baldry and Jack Rigg on the sixth row of the grid with the two rookies beside each other, Will Vincent and Alicia Parmowski, Morgan Cole and Dylan Briley from Joe Sheppey and Lewis Berry. And then we'll have Vijay Ramlal and Zach Parkinson completing the grid. So the Birolite UK Series juniors about to get themselves underway. This looks like it could be a very strong start from the outset. So let's see how they go racing. Out of the final turn, it's a good formation. I think we're going to get off to a clean start straight away. And it is racing at Shennington. Perfect getaway. And immediately, Nicky Taylor trying to come across and get the inside line to Harry Graham. Callum Gunning trying to keep the car moving around the outside to grab second place, but it's not going to happen. He's now having to fend off Sam Cudliffe as they make their way up to the Stratford hairpin for the first time. But it's Graham leading. Taylor second. Gunning trying to outfox him around the outside in the hairpin. That's not going to happen this time. So Graham leads the way, Taylor second, Gunning third, Cunliffe fourth, and it's Gartside, a brilliant start from Ben Gartside. As up into P6 comes Tom Davison in front of Tom Harvey, and there's a spin in the mid-pack, unfortunately, of the chicane. That is Dylan Briley, and everyone else has basically had to take avoiding action. So not quite the way he wanted his race to start, unfortunately. 
Just uh, lost it into the hairpin. There were still some damp patches this morning around the circuit because of how wet it was yesterday. So Harry Graham leading. Second position, a big move on the inside from Cunliffe. Cunliffe gets the move there on uh, Callum Gunning. So really good start then from Sam Cunliffe. And Callum Gunning now drops to fourth position as a result. Ben Gartside next, then it's Davison. Uh, then it is Harvey, Reed, Baldry, Whitehouse, Morgan Cole, Will Vincent doing brilliantly in 12th place. Uh, then it is Huntley down in 13th, not having the greatest of starts. Then Jack Rigg, VJ Ramlau, Joe Sheppy, Alicia Barmowski, Zach Parkinson, Lewis Berry and Dylan Briley. As Cunliffe has dealt with uh, Gunning once, but then lost the place. And now there goes Gartside. Gartside makes the move into the hairpin. So Gartside moving up into P4. Harry Graham and Nicky Taylor starting to disappear out front. As now Davison makes the move up the inside of Sam Cunliffe. Cunliffe gets right back on the inside of Gartside. Big breaking lunge there. What a move from Sam Cunliffe. As he's being overtaken, he thinks, I don't think so, mate. I'm going to dive up the inside of the breaking zone and get my fourth place back. Brilliant. That was really well read from uh, Sam Cunliffe, who puts himself there into position. But Ben Gartside completes the move later on. So Gartside is there in P4. As they continue to tussle away, the juniors having a really good race here at Shennington. Tom Davison now tags under the back of Sam Cunliffe. Will he make the move into Wilkins? He is thinking about it. Meanwhile, Dylan Reed behind him is making the move on Tom Harvey. So Dylan Reed is through in a P7. Good overtaking move there as Toby Baldry now tags under the back of the queue in ninth position. Through they come again. Harry Graham, Nicky Taylor, Callum Gunning, Ben Gartside, Sam Cunliffe, Tom Davison. Then Dylan Reed, Tom Harvey and Toby Baldry. A few drivers down at the back after a few different incidents has uh, caught out a couple of drivers down at the far end. The likes of Sheppy, Parmowski, Parkinson, Berry and Briley are now off the tail of the field as a result of taking avoiding action in a few incidents earlier on. So now Graham, Taylor, they have broken clear. Gartside gestures to Sam Cunliffe. Come on, we can get Callum Gunning. We can catch him up. And I think Callum Gunning... Oh, that's Jack Rigg. So Jack Rigg has had a bit of a spin, unfortunately. He gets himself going again. But uh, that's a bit of a moment on the exit of the Bruno chicane. And unfortunately, only Dylan Briley has not overtaken him. And there's a penalty going out to Vijay Ramlal. I'm not entirely sure what that's for, but I didn't see anything untoward. So apparently, Vijay Ramlal has been given some form of uh, penalty. We'll try and figure out what that is for a little bit later. But he is down the order, unfortunately. Check out Guardside versus Cunliffe. This is getting pretty serious as they continue to duel away into the chicane. Guardside round the outside. Hangs on. Brilliantly done there. And now Davison's got a beautiful run on Cunliffe. But he has to try and chop across to stop Reed coming through as Baldry dives up the inside of Dylan Reed. And he gets the place. So nicely done there from uh, Toby Baldry on the inside of Dylan Reed. So he gets the position. Tom Harvey there, tucked up in the one, two, four. As up the inside comes Tom Davison making the bid for Sam Cunliffe. And that's allowed Baldry a whiff of Davison and he gets through. Now, Toby Baldry was the only driver who went round the circuit yesterday on slick tyres. Everyone else did it in the wets. And uh, he seems to have learnt quite a lot from doing that, the way that the track is drying out. So it's turned out not to be a silly move at all from Toby Baldry. He's doing an absolutely terrific job of it. So Harry Graham leading the way. A really strong start to proceedings. And a very exciting battle thus far. So let's see how things continue. We're going to get an awful lot of progress from the drivers in this particular battle. Still, they race on. Sam Cunliffe now has Toby Baldry making his dive at the inside. He thinks better of it. Maybe he'll get the move into Cafe. 
But no, Cunliffe's going to make a very late dive on the inside of guard side. Again, Cunliffe leaves it to the last minute. I tell you what, I reckon he's been watching a few Ayrton Senna documentaries. He's been leaving these moves to the last minute, but they always pull off. And now Guardside makes the move into the hairpin. And still these two are side by side, but Cunliffe gets him on the exit. Beautifully done. And now up the inside comes Baldry. Baldry gets through into the Bruno Chicane. Very nicely done indeed. Really exciting racing. So here they come again, through to the hangar corner and up towards the Wilkins hairpin. So Cunliffe, Baldry, Guardside. Next up, it is Dylan Reed, then Tom Davison. An amazing squabble. The leaders are being completely outclassed here as Cunliffe desperately tries to hang on to fourth in front of Toby Baldry again. Tom Harvey side by side with Tom Davison. They come off the turn. There's a stationary yellow. There is a waved yellow flag at the hairpin. And Alicia Parmowski's pulling off right in front of me. That's a real shame. Alicia Barmowski with a mechanical failure. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No and that is Zach Parkinson out of the cart in the distance. You can see in the background, Zach Parkinson is out of the race. That is a shame. Already they were in dire straits, those two, having had a difficult start, but. For Alicia Barmowski, I'm afraid it is game over in this first race of the weekend. That is a real heartbreaker. Real shame for Alicia Barmowski. Meanwhile, Graham and Taylor continue out in front. One and two. Callum Gunning is third. Then it is this amazing battle for fourth. And Sam Cunliffe is gesturing to Toby Baldry as if to say, come on, what are you playing at? Now, I wonder, did Toby Baldry make the move under yellow flags? Is that why? Because Cunliffe has got him straight back again. So I wonder if Baldry suddenly realised, ah, there was a stationary yellow there. I need to give the position back, which is exactly what he's done. Gartside is in sixth. Seventh is Reed. Eighth is Harvey. And ninth place, Tom Davison just in front of George Whitehouse. Watch for Baldry. He's getting very hungry. In behind Sam Cunliffe. Will he make the dive? No, Cunliffe's going to leave the door open for Gartside to come through. Reed is going to be there as well. Reed trying to get there with side-by-side side with Baldry. Baldry's lost some momentum. He puts his hand in the air. Tom Harvey decides better of it. And now Whitehouse could have an opportunity here on the inside of Harvey, but he's not quite deep enough into the apex as Scott Huntley has now caught up to the back of Tom Davison. He's going to try and make his bid to get through now into the hairpin. But he has to hang back. And Morgan Cole's going to try a late lunge at Scott Huntley. Hasn't made that one stick either. It's always brilliant racing in the Art Juniors. They give us such entertainment and they're at it again. Down the back straight once more. Here comes Baldry having another crack at Dylan Reed. This time he is right with him. Trying to stick to the inside, but Reed has squeezed him out. Now he's kept the position. And now George Whitehouse there just trying to get onto the back of Tom Harvey once again. 
Here comes Baldry having another go at Dylan Reed on the inside. Reed just carries the speed round the outside. Nicely done. And now Baldry again. Whoa, Tom Davison having a bit of an incident there with Morgan Cole. The two of them going a little bit deep and the pair of them put their hand in the air as if to say, what are you playing at? Well, they can't both be at fault. Well, I suppose they can, but they're not going to accept that one is at fault over the other unless it's the other driver. So Graham and Taylor out in front, half a second apart. Gunning is third. Then it is Cunliffe in front of guard side. And then this epic squabble for sixth. Toby Baldry now through into sixth position ahead of Dylan Reed. But that man, Harry Graham, is on his last lap with Nicky Taylor, four tenths of a second back. I don't think Nicky Taylor is done yet. He stayed with Harry Graham. He's not quite close enough to make the move yet. But if he's looked after those tyres, there is a chance he could nab him at the finish. And Harry Graham suddenly realised it. He suddenly sensed that Nicky Taylor's going for the win. Nicky Taylor's not far away from it. There's Callum Gunning. He's going to be third. Not a bad way to start his weekend. But this is all going to be too easy to tie up for Harry Graham out front. Into Wilkins for the last time. And Harry Graham is going to start his weekend in the perfect fashion with his ninth win of the season. Harry Graham has done it again. Brilliant race. Fantastic effort. And a really stonking good drive there from Harry Graham. His ninth win of the year from Taylor and Callum Gunning. A great battle towards the end there from Sam Cunliffe in fourth. Guardside is fifth. Baldry in sixth in front of Tom Harvey and Dylan Reed. George Whitehouse and Scott Huntley. From Morgan Cole, Will Vincent, Tom Davison, Joe Sheppy, VJ Ramlau, Lewis Berry, Jack Rigg, and then Dylan Briley ahead of our two retirees, unfortunately, Alicia Palmowski and Zach Parkinson. Wow. Brilliant racing. Cracking battle. Let's go and meet the man who's uh, got the job done in fantastic fashion. The first three in qualifying remain the first three in the race, but an awful lot happened before that point. So a fantastic end to the uh, first race of the uh, a fantastic end to the first race of the weekend then and a brilliant race from our juniors they really gave us some cracking entertainment so uh, let's uh, grab a quick word with the man who has got the job done uh, across the start finish line let's have a quick word Harry Graham that was uh, pretty exciting stuff Harry and uh, it looked fairly straightforward I'll bet it wasn't though uh it was, yeah, it was fine, really. I just managed to get a lucky start, but I definitely not got any more pace over Nicky. So it was um, just lucky that I got such a good start because we seem to be on the same pace. So if he's behind me, then we're going to be swapping places. Well, that's what we want. I'm not sure it's what you want, but thanks very much, Harry. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Let's have a word with Nicky Taylor. Nicky, that was probably in terms of raw pace, your best performance of the year. You really have a good package you can win with this time. Yeah, I mean, I, it felt quick in that. Um, it felt quick to catch Harry, but um, at the end of the day, he maintained the lead from the start, so I thought just keep care of the tyres and just wait in because I looked behind and I saw Callum was quite far behind, so I like just waited in for the tyres and just saved them. Well, it sets things up well for the longer races later because it proves that there's raw pace. You could be on the top step at least once over the course of the two last two races. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can get the better of Harry in this one, in this next one, and then just win the and then win the final, and yeah, just see how it goes. Awesome, Nikki! Congratulations, best result of the year. Well done. Thank you. Let's have a quick word with the man who's. Uh, Won several races, but is still very much in the hunt fight for the championship. Callum Gunning, third place today. 
it was very difficult because once those two got away, it was very difficult to catch them back up. Yeah, definitely. At the start, Sam got past me, which kind of put us behind Nicky and Harry. But we managed to get past him, and then by then, Nicky and Harry were miles ahead. So, yeah. You're worn out, and I can understand that. I mean, the positive thing is that the pace is definitely there to win. If, if you can get as good a start as the first two uh, and not have to battle with the guys trying to come past, then you could win races today very easily. Yeah, definitely. Just got to try and be consistent, get good points for the championship, and just hope for the best. Okay. Good job so far, Callum. Keep it up. Thanks. That's our top three from the uh, junior contingent then. Really good to see all of our top three drivers once again uh, on a high, putting in some really exciting pace uh, through the course of proceedings. So uh, now we're going to get things set up, of course, ready for the uh, last of our classes, the uh, third class in. We'll try and grab a word with a few of them. Unfortunately, there's a slight break in the sound. Apologies if that's affecting your enjoyment of the live stream. Let's see if we can grab... Uh, a few of the drivers as they uh, prepare for the race action. We didn't get to talk to many of the uh, drivers from the Super Elites. That's because not a lot of them do a lot of talking. They're only here to race. They're not here to be uh, uh, superstars. But they definitely are our superstars in the paddock. So uh, there's going to be a few drivers, obviously, that we're going to want to uh, catch up with uh, here in the pits. And we've got uh, a few drivers to uh, catch up with. Let's just talk you through how things are going to look on that front row of the grid. The front row is going to consist of the two drivers in carts number one and two, Sam Fortner and Richard Evans, chatting away already to Dan Walden. Uh, Matthew Pierce is over at the far side here. We didn't catch up with him in qualifying, but let's see if we can grab a quick word in uh, with Matthew in preparation for the, the start of proceedings. Matthew, Everybody watching on the, the live stream, of course. Matthew, we just want to catch up because obviously qualifying has always been uh, a strong part of your weekend. And again today, right up at the sharp end on the second row of the grid. But we know you, your reputation evolved. You can make some good moves from here. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this circuit. So um, it wasn't the best qualifying session, but hopefully the racing will be better. So uh, it's going to be quite interesting with these many carts. But yeah, looking forward to it. And this is a good point in the season as well because the pressure is all on the guys in front now because, you know, they've, they've got to drop some scores coming up potentially. You have an opportunity in these next two weekends to put some really impressive points on the board. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually had two poor rounds the last times out, so I don't really have any pressure. So I just want to try and get as many points as I can. So, um, so yeah, I just want a clean finish in all three races. Expect the big guns, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good luck, Matthew. Hopefully we'll see you on the podium later. Thank you. So, obviously, Matthew's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on through the course of the weekend. We spoke briefly to Tyrone and to Harry, the two junior drivers, of course, who have come up from last year and are now very much front runners in their own right in the Super Elites. Uh, Sam Dimelo, P5. This is an interesting story because they very nearly didn't race at all uh, over the course of the day. And uh, I'm told it's because somebody didn't put the uh, keys to the van in the right pocket. And basically, they then had to dash home and get the right uh, van keys. That's an interesting story. I wonder who's to blame for that one. Uh, further back, though, we've got uh, a few more names to uh, keep an up with. Jim, Jim Rainbird, good to see you back again. I know that you're always more frustrating as a spanner than you are as a racing driver, but it's great to see you in back at the sharp end again. Thanks very much, Jake. I'm looking forward to going fishing next weekend. <laughs> You're always more interested in the fishing than the racing. What is it with you and fishing? Anyway, the battle in this championship is always very, very close, but it must yeah. give you a lot of pleasure to still be at the sharp end. Yeah, um, I wouldn't sound quite at the sharp end, but I'm sort of the next bit down. Yeah, that, that's about... Yeah, it's good if I can make that bit. Well, when I say sharp end, you've still got yeah. a, bit, a yeah, good yeah. dozen of them behind yeah. you, and they're all a little bit hacked off, and they're not faster than you. I'm, I'm just not sure I can stay here. That's the thing. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in the races. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Thanks.
Always a pleasure. Never a bore. Right, over the far side, we have the leading rookie uh, in the championship, Ben Hitch, who, let's be fair, has caused quite a few issues for other drivers over the course of proceedings. Ben, you have been a bit of a worry to a few of these guys at the sharp end, more times than not. Is that, are we going to see that same sort of pace from you again this weekend? Hopefully. Um, if you check what's going on behind me, you'll see it's not all me. So for somebody who's come into the Super Elites category, 125s for the first time, I mean, what have been your impressions over the course of the season? You've obviously been able to come in and run at the front pretty much from the start. How has the season evolved? What would you say to those looking to get into it? Yeah, go for it. It's, uh, but it's a very tight championship. There's, there's nothing in it at all, as you can see today. Fantastic. I'm really looking forward to seeing you towards that podium again. Good luck, Ben. So uh, who else can we have a quick uh, shifty with? I think the call has been uh, made to clear the grid, uh, unfortunately. So I need to disappear, and so do you, <laughs> unfortunately. So we'll get ourselves into a good position. But as you can see, very close in this field. And we're not entirely sure who's going to get the victory. But for the moment, it's all about beating that man on pole position. So Sam Faulkner is obviously going to be the man that every driver has got their eye on at the moment. And from the start... He is obviously going to be the man to overtake. Every time Sam Faulkner has been in the paddock this year and started a race, he hasn't always done it from the front, but he has won every race he started. That is a worrying statistic for the rest of the paddock. There are two factors, though, that will be in the favour of the other drivers. One, he's got freshers' flu, so he tells us. That's just code for had a really good first week at university. And well done for getting into Oxford in the first place, Sam. But also... Uh, he has obviously got a round of the championship he didn't attend because uh, the first round of the championship was meant to be at Wilton Mill. That got snowed off and his schedule meant he couldn't attend the uh, rescheduled running of that round. So he can't win the championship until Wilton Mill. So there's still a very long weekend to come this weekend and then obviously next time out as Harry Barlow just sits and waits for the uh, race to get underway. He's another of the drivers you can expect to be challenging for the victory today in each of the three races. One of the drivers who's come up from the Junior Brigade last year, along with his good friend Tyrone Stansfield. Time to go racing in Super Elites. This is going to be an exciting one. It always is in Super Elites. These guys don't do things by halves. And we'll see some incredible challenges from the drivers in the battle for the top spot. So the Super Elites head out, and it's time for the 125cc Warriors to run around the circuit with gusto and bravado. Sam Faulkner and Richard Evans from the front row of the grid. Matthew Pierce and Tyrone Stansfield from the second row. Then, as we already spoke to on the grid, it will be uh, Sam Dimelo and Harry Barlow. And then, of course, we'll have the challenge from behind. Jim Rainbird uh, alongside, in eighth position on the grid, the seventh-place man, Ben Hitch. So we'll see those two together on the starting grid once again and then rounding out that top ten... After a very intense qualifying session, Mark Lawrence doing a brilliant job there in the top 10. And Elliot Stanley in 10th position itself. Now, of course, you've got to remember with Mark Lawrence, he's celebrating a very special year because uh, a couple of weekends ago, he started at Glanigorse his 250th race in the Birolite UK Series. Nobody's ever competed as many as him. 
but he's been there since day one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely terrific stuff. Neil Fisher and Thomas Massarella on the sixth row of the starting grid from Will Checkley and Paul Ozan. Amy Jerger, who won here 18 months ago, of course, in the final. In 15th position, along with Jason Bradbury. Then it is Oliver Moy and Dan Walden. So it's going to be a really interesting battle from the drivers. David Darling alongside Carl Watt. And then we'll have the likes of uh, George Friday, who's lining up on the 11th row of the grid. They're going to go round again by the look of it. Yes, it is a false start, so that's fine. Dave Burns, uh, 21st on the grid from George Friday. And then 23rd on the grid will be the 197 of... Uh, that is going to be Sean Port. Sorry, the 245 of Sean Port will be at the back of the grid. Have we got someone broken down? I wondered if there was somebody just trailing a bit too much smoke. But we're okay for the moment. As they're getting up to speed, Joe Patterson is watching along on the stream at home. Good luck to all drivers in the elites. I reckon this is the weekend Sam Faulkner will lose his winning streak. Hmm. Well, there's 22 drivers on the grid who will be hoping for that. But his winning streak has been pretty unbelievable. 15 race starts, 15 race victories. He cannot win the title until Wilton Mill, whatever happens, even if he wins all three, because the round he missed is still a dropped score, and he hasn't scored quite enough points as a result of missing that round uh, by comparison to be the champion. So he's not quite there yet. But let's see what happens. Away they go. And it's a cracking start. Sam Faulkner straight into the lead. Matthew Pierce trying to come up into second past Richard Evans. Not enough space. And he's going to try and get Richard Evans on the undercut. Sam Faulkner's already dropped anchor. The rest of the field are disappearing behind him as now Matthew Pierce is going to make the lunge on Richard Evans. This is going to be his only chance to win the race, really. He's got to get past Evans quickly. And he has done. And Stansford's through. Dimelo's through. Barlow's through. Evans down to sixth. So Matthew Pierce now setting off after Sam Faulkner. He's got to hope that Faulkner is going to be catchable. Meanwhile, Harry Barlow has got past Richard Evans. Ben Hitch is tagging in behind. And there's been contact, unfortunately, by the look of it. That's Oliver Moy, who's gone with David Darling. So the two of them, unfortunately, involved in that one. But Sam Faulkner leads the way. Second place, Matthew Pierce from Tyrone Stansfield. Then it's Sam Dimolo. Evans, Barlow. Uh, then it is Ben Hitch from Jim Rainbird. So the only two that have uh, fallen off the tail of the field there, effectively, George Friday and uh, Sean Port have had a bit of an incident. And then, of course, we've had David Darling. But Oliver Moy is still stopped at that circuit, that uh, part of the circuit. That is why the yellow flags are out at the Bruno Chicane. And that is for that man, Oliver Moy, 
who is still there, unfortunately, at that part of the circuit. Yellow flags are still waving. And the overtaking move might come from Dimelo here. Yep, he's got up the inside of Stansfield. So that's fine and dandy. Perfectly legal move there from Dimelo. But there's a yellow flag because we've had a spin further back. Somebody else has gone. Now, who is that? I think that is Elliot Stanley. We've had two carts come off there, actually, at the far side of the circuit. One of them is Elliot Stanley, the six. And it looks like he's uh, getting back into position. And Will Checkley. George Friday's got a problem. He's peeling off. That is a disaster for George Friday. It's all kicking off in this race. My goodness, all sorts of difficulties for a few of the drivers in the mix there. Fans watching from all over the world. Sam Faulkner leads the way. Thank you to Will Martin, who is a Janetta Junior driver, of course. And uh, that's why he's not been competing in the championship this year. But he's still a massive fan and still cheering his mates on in the paddock. Still got yellow flags for Oliver Moyes. It's in it as Matthew Pierce runs out wide. Richard Evans tries to come through on the far side. Dimelo's already got him. And Dimelo is now setting off in pursuit of Sam Faulkner himself. 1.9 seconds is the gap. Pierce is just trying to hang on. I think Pierce has got a problem with that cart, you know. Something's looking a little bit too loose. Stationary yellow still at Bruno Chicane, so they can't overtake. I think Pierce has got some kind of handling issue. The cart is all over the shop. And now he's got uh, a queue piling up behind him. Something is not quite right with the number three. Harry Barlow is right there behind him in fourth place trying to come through. Richard Evans is in the mix there as well. So several drivers in uh, dire straits, but Matthew Pierce running in third. Harry Barlow in B4. Look at the squabble further back as up the inside. That is a bold move from the 277 of Paul Ozan. He makes the move on the inside of Fisher. And there's a proper little squabble going on here as Pierce continues to hold the inside line. But Evans is going to get him on the undercut, surely. Not quite as Stansfield tries to shake off the attentions of Ben Hitch, who has already got past Harry Barlow. Jim Rainbird is next in. Then it is Mark Lawrence and Neil Fisher. What a race. And now Richard Evans overtaking Matthew Pierce and actually putting his fingers up as if to say, come on, that was a bit naughty. So now Matthew Pierce is in there behind Richard Evans. Ben Hitch is going to try and make a lunge at Tyrone Stansfield sooner rather than later. Look at Pierce. He's defending like crazy. And I have a feeling that is going to be the rest of his race. He knows that he's only got four minutes to hang on. He's got some kind of handling problem by the look of it. So he's just defending like mad in the hope that he gets a relatively decent result. Neil Fisher, meanwhile, dives up the inside and tries to make the overtaking move. And Neil Fisher has done that on Paul Ozan. So he goes through into 10th place. Mark Lawrence, the leading grandmaster in the grandmaster's title, is going on. Tyron Stansfield, having got past Matthew Pierce, signals to him and says, right, come on, let's go after them. As Barlow makes a big lunge up the inside and gets past Ben Hitch. So Barlow makes the move. Faulkner is your leader. Second place, Dimelo. Third is now Evans from Stansfield. Pierce, Barlow, Hitch, Rainbird, Lawrence, Fisher, Ozan, Massarella, and Bradbury. Then it is Jerga in front of Dan Walden, who's not got a decent pace compared to where we're used to seeing him this weekend. As Hitch nearly gets squeezed onto the grass there by Harry Barlow. And now off on the grass. That was Paul Ozan running a little bit deep. That's going to leave Ami Jerga with an opportunity to pass him. So can she make the move there? We'll have to have a look. Certainly on the exit, Ben Hitch is going to try and get to the lunge. On Barlow, there's not a lot of space. And Ben Hitch, arm in the air. Come on, what are you doing? The thing is, I don't think Barlow really sensed that Hitch was going to make the move there. So just took his normal racing line. I don't think that was intentional. 
I just don't think he expected Ben Hitch to be launching it up the inside there. Not that Ben Hitch shouldn't have done, but uh, I don't think he—I just don't think he expected it, to be honest. So Faulkner leads the way. Dimelo in second, Evans in third, then Stansfield, and then this absolutely titanic struggle. Pierce in front of Barlow and Hitch, then Rainbird. Fisher, Lawrence, Massarella, Bradbury, Ozan, Jerger, Walden, Carl Watt, Dave Burns, and Elliot Stanley in front of Checkley, Port, Darling, and Friday, who's out of the race now, of course, as we know. And so, too, is Oliver Moy. So, Faulkner way out in front. What was that you were saying, Joe Patterson? I don't think his winning streak's ending just yet, do you? Certainly not at the moment. Dimelo in second place sets a personal best, but it's not going to be close enough to keep up with this man, Sam Faulkner. First week of university at Oxford and still absolutely rip-roaring. His dad was telling us recently they did a charity race at Dunkerswell Raceway and Sam Faulkner spent time dueling with a certain Nigel Mansell, would you believe? So Sam Dimelo down the back straight with Richard Evans in third position. Tyrone Stansfield, P4. Matthew Pierce, P5. Then it's Hitch, Barlow, Rainbird, Fisher, Lawrence, Massarella and Bradbury. There's Sam Dimelo. But there's your race leader, Sam Faulkner. Two champions, one and two from the 2017 season. Sam Faulkner still pushing on hard. And they're continuing their duel down to the Stratford hairpin once again. Stansfield right up close behind Richard Evans, hoping for an opportunity to get into third. Sam Dimelo is not quite able to keep up with the race leader, Sam Faulkner. I don't know how he does it, but Sam Faulkner is just bolted to it in Beryl Art Karts here in the Super Elites Championship. Won the title last year. Could easily have won it the year before as well, let's not forget, but he has come all the way, Sam Faulkner, from cadet up through the junior and now as a Super Elite. Absolutely brilliant as a driver in Super Elites this year. Not lost the race and not likely to the way things are currently going. But he won't quite wrap up the championship next time out so he's got to keep focus he's got to keep pushing I said he won't quite win the championship until next time out is what I meant to say Rainbird now with Neil Fisher behind him this is the Grand Masters battle where's Mark Lawrence he's ended up slipping behind these guys and uh, Tom Massarella so there is a race within a race here the Grand Masters battle Rainbird Fisher and Lawrence Lawrence is leading the points of that at the moment and uh, it wouldn't be a bad fillet for him to take the victory in the title after his uh, long years of continued service in the Mirror Light UK Series. He only missed one round of the championship in the entirety of his career. And that was earlier this year when a cancelled flight meant he couldn't attend at Wilton Mill. So Sam Faulkner, Sam Dimelo, Richard Evans, Tyrone Stansfield and Matthew Pierce is the top five. But is it going to stay that way for long? Because Evans has caught right up to Dimelo. And he's going to try and make a lunge for second. Meanwhile, though, this man, Sam Faulkner, has just been absolutely crushing of his opposition. Out of the final turn, Faulkner takes the chequered flag for, unbelievably, the 16th time this year. Absolutely unbelievable. He looks back. Where is everybody? That's where. Dimelo, a whisker in front of Evans. Stansfield in fourth place. Hitch is fifth from Pierce, Barlow, Rainbird, Fisher and Massarella. Absolutely terrific racing. Super Elites once again demonstrate in fantastic style. But for this man, it's just been unbelievable.
So on the way bridge and uh, all according to plan for our race winner. So we're just double checking and making sure everything is tickety-boo. It's all fine and dandy and everything is uh, cushy for our race winner for the 16th time this year. It is quite an unbelievable achievement and the pace is just always there. So let's have a quick word with our uh, top three at the end of the first race. And uh, we'll start with Sam Faulkner. Sam, good freshers week over at Oxford. Looks like uh, a very good start to the weekend as well now. Yeah, it was a good start. I got a decent start to the race. Got a gap on the first corner. And then they started fighting behind, so just let me get away, I think. It's been one of those uh, races where basically being in the right place at the right time pays dividends. But I have a feeling the next two races could be a lot tougher. Yeah, it just helped I got a gap from the first corner. It meant I didn't have to defend on the first lap. And everyone else had to, so it meant when the first lap I had enough of a gap, so I didn't have to defend once. But if I don't get that in the next one, then I'll have to defend, I'm guessing, for a lot, for a lot of the race. Fantastic. Thank you, Sam. And I have to say, that uh, public speaking course is going great at Oxford. That's the best I've got out, that's the most I've got out of you in one interview. Nice one, mate. Anyway, let's catch up with Sam Dimelo. Well, uh, Sam, it shows that when you pack the right car keys, you can do a second position job, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> I've tried to manage my gap and... I thought I could pick up the pace again, but it turns out I couldn't. So last lap got a bit interesting, but it's not too bad. Second from fifth is the right way. And then obviously at Hooten, I got ahead of Sam at the start, starting second twice. So hopefully I can do that. And it's a lot easier to defend that than Hooten is. So I might just go defence for the whole race if we get past him. All right, fair enough. That sounds like a good strategy, Sam. Thank you very much. I would speak to Richard Evans, but he's wandered off, as he always does. So uh, that is where we... Uh, conclude things for the morning session we still of course have our two finals to come later on in the day but what a packing way to start the weekend winners of once again a battle for nathan ty harry graham and uh, our victor in the super elite sam faulkner the championship leaders take the early spoils but with six races to go two apiece for each class we still don't really know who's going to get the job done overall Hi, I'm Tom Ingram and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jack Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris and you're listening to Downforce Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.